Would you like to learn the secret sauce to building wealth? Increase both your financial literacy and financial intelligence? You have come to the right place. Welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast, bringing you lessons on stewardship, asset ownership, and entrepreneurship. Here is your host, Dexter B. Jenkins. Hello, welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast. My name is Dexter B. Jenkins. I am your host, and this is episode number two. Hopefully you enjoyed episode number one, as I like to say sometimes, if you didn't, thank you for letting me talk to you. <laughs> but anyway, as again, I don't take this opportunity lightly. I recognize that attention is valuable. So thank you for listening. And today's episode, what we're going to do is talk about how to make a financial comeback, because I believe that at some point in all of our lives, we're going to have to make a financial comeback. You know, maybe it's from being downsized or right size, loss of a business, maybe a spouse dies or whatever it may be. But for some reason, we find ourselves in a position where we have to come back and be resilient financially. So what I want to do is I want to give you some keys or some tips and some principles on how to do that. As you guys know, from episode number one, I am both a man of faith and finance. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually give you some Bible scriptures that you can look up later on to go along with that principle. I'm not going to read them to you for time's sake. So let's jump right into the six principles on how to make a financial comeback. So it's principle number one is do not let fear overwhelm you because what fear does is it destroys both your financial thinking as well as your financial intelligence. And I don't know about you, but I, sometimes I look back at when I was younger and some of the things that I did and the decisions that I made, they were fearful in the areas of finances. And because I'm, I was fearful, I didn't make the best decision. And so you have to be very careful that fear doesn't overwhelm you. What you have to do is you have to turn to your faith as opposed to turning to fear. Uh, the scriptures I'm going to give you here is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. I'm going to quote it for you. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I like that last one, sound mind, because it's with my mind that I do my thinking. It's with my mind that I make choices. And so you can't allow fear to overwhelm you because you'll make bad financial choices and decisions. Principle number two is you want to assess where you are. You know, I don't know about you, but you know, one of the first questions we used to ask back in the day when you were lost, we were asked where you are or you're trying to get someplace. You want to ask, where are you? And so let's, so some of the questions you want to ask yourself as you are making an assessment is you want to ask yourself, number one, are all my basics covered? And so you know, your basics would encompass, you know, food, clothing, shelter, transportation. So I want to make sure my basics are covered as I'm making a financial comeback for me and my family. Then you want to ask yourself, do I have a cushion fund or other people call it an emergency fund? Well, I recognize that life happens. You know, the brakes on the car are going to go. You're going to need new tires from time to time. Who knows what may happen? You know, a tree may fall on your on your garage. It had to happen to me <laughs> recently. And so, you know, what do you have to do? You have to have some sort of cushion fund. And so I tell people your first goal should be if you do not have a cushion fund is to save, a th- see how fast you can get to a thousand dollars. And in order to do that, develop the habit of saving at least $20 a week and putting it towards that cushion fund. Now, what I would also suggest if, as you have a cushion fund is make sure that it stays liquid, but it's not that easy to get to, you know, and I define emergency or a cushion fund as something that, you know, it's not new shoes, it's not buying a new dress or it's not Buying something men like to buy is something that you would definitely need if something comes up unexpected. That's the fund that you go to in order to get that done. So you want to make sure that you have an unexpected expense fund or a cushion fund. Number three, you want to look at what are some things you can cut. You know, maybe there is a cable bill, a cable or, or a cell phone or 
you know, gym membership, you know, you always think that we can cut in our lives. So you, you want to look at those things, maybe redo your cell phone plan or whatever it may be in order to make sure that you can save some dollars. And then the next point is, as I'm saving dollars, my question, this would be 2D is, oh, are there some dollars I can redirect? So now that I've cut the dollars, now I want to redirect them. I want to make sure they're being working in a more profitable fashion for me. And then the next, this would be, we looked at A, B, C, D, E. So this would be 2E. And 2E, what you want to do is you want to look at Oh, there's some conversations that I, I might need to have. So I might need to have a conversation with my lender. I may need to have a conversation with my landlord. I may need to have a conversation with my employer. I might need, if I'm an employer, I might need to have employee, a conversation with my employee. So my point being here is don't bury your head in the sand. You want to go and have those conversations with people. And if, as you have those conversations with people, you'll, you'll see that God will give you favor with the folks you need favor with. So we're on point number three is you want to expect God to direct you because he knows where all the financial resources are. I'll give you Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. You can also look at Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27, and Genesis chapters 26, 1 through 12. I will quote Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And so, I'm putting my trust in God. And as I'm putting my trust in God, I'm expecting he's going to direct me because he knows exactly where all the financial resources and provision that I need as he's the source of that. So we are on principle number four, which is my favorite. Actually, it's time for you to mind what's on the inside of you. See, now that I have to make a financial comeback. So now I have my notes. It's time to create. It's time to learn. And it's time to expand. It's time to do three things. Time to create. It's time to learn and it's time to expand. So what do you mean by that, Dexter? Well, what I mean is that uh, it's time for you to be creative. I mean, maybe there's a book, there's a business, there's something you can do on the side. So now what you got to do is when you need to make a financial comeback, you need to tap into that creativity that God has placed on the inside of you. And I always say your creativity is your wealth. And then you may have to learn something new. See, a lot of times we've been we've been stagnant. And so now you're you're going to have to re-engage your mind. You're going to have to learn something new, learn how to do something else as you're making this financial comeback. And then time to expand. The verse I'm going to give you here is Jeremiah 29, verse 6. And if you know anything about the chapter in Jeremiah, it's, it's a very dark time in the, in the history of Israel. And what Israel is doing, they go, they're being brought into captivity in Babylon. And God speaks a word to them through the prophet Jeremiah. And he says to them, do not decrease, but to increase. And so it's, it's a word for you as you're making your financial comeback is, is, is not to decrease. Now it's time to increase. And so now I have to mind what's on the inside of me. See, this financial comeback or if it's a full-blown crisis for you, this full-blown crisis to you can be a great time of creativity, a great time of increase if you learn how to mind what's on the inside of you. Principle number five is you want to sow your time, your talent, and your treasure. You want to sow because as you're looking to make a financial comeback, you're looking to as we say, you're looking to reap, you're looking to increase. Well, we know that sowing activates reaping, giving activates receiving, seed time activates harvest. So you can look at Genesis chapter eight, verse 22. You can also look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse four. So both those verses talk about the importance of doing that. And in particular, Ecclesiastes 11 and four talks about you know, now is the time to do it because if you're not careful, you'll look at the circumstances around you and you will hold on to what you have. And the key is if, if I'm going to increase, if I'm going to come back, I'm going to have to sow those three things, my time, 
I'm going to have to sow my talent and I'm going to have to sow my treasure. And then the last one is number six. You want to maintain a this shall to pass attitude. And what I mean by that is that, you know, all of us have been through tough times. And I'm gonna, uh, this is my pastor hat talking right now. You, you've been through tough times before and you've come out on the other side of it. And so the key is you're going to have to maintain a this shall to pass attitude that as you do those five things that I talked to you about, not succumbing to fear and assessing where you are and expecting God to direct you and mining what's on the inside of you and then sowing your time, your talent and your treasure in the right places, you're going to come up out of this. And then this is what you're going to see that as you come out of it, as you pass this test, as they say, not only will you pass the test, you'll have a testimony that will be able to help others. So hopefully this has helped you as we're looking at how to make a financial comeback. In closing, I'd like to do two things. As always, I'd like to have you follow me on all my social media as Dexter B. Jenkins, as I would like to develop a relationship with you. Then also head on over to DexterBJenkins.com where you you can access more teachings like this and also we can able to uh, stay in contact with you there as well. So this is episode number two until episode number three, which I'm looking forward to. And we will talk to you soon. Be blessed. Bye-bye. This episode of the Wealthy Conversations podcast has come to an end, but your financial education doesn't have to. Head over to DexterBJenkins.com and access all of our resources, tools, and advice mentioned on today's show. Until next time, click subscribe and don't miss the next show as we continue on the journey toward reaching our highest financial potential.